hold for an important message. Hey, you freak Sarah Adams. I can't get to my phone right now, so just leave me a quick message and I'll give you a call back as soon as I can. Thanks. Sarah, it's Maggie, and it is officially December, which is means, which that means it is the month of our live show, our live recording for Unstable Topics. It's going to be so much fun. We planned it out. We've got games. We've got facts. We've got just joy-filled event. Christmas Eve Eve, which is December 23rd at the Comedy Arena at 8 p.m. Perfect time, perfect day, perfect show. I can't wait to perform with you. And everyone should go to thecomedyarena.com, buy their tickets, and see us there because we're going to have fun surprises. Bye. This is Maggie. End of message. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hey, Bestie. Hey, Bestie. I am reading, and by reading I mean listening to, Brittany's audiobook, The Woman and Me. And it is mm-hmm. by far the most unstable thing. I have been rocked. I have been rolled. I have been popped. It is a circus. All of these things. And I feel like I've I've heard almost all of the audiobook just from blogs and mm. news sources. But hearing it while I'm driving and doing chores, it is it is an insane story. Oh. <laughs> I have not I haven't listened nor read it. It's on my to do list. And I don't know if I want to listen to Michelle Williams or if I want to read it and have my voice of Brittany in my head while I read it you know right I will say Michelle Williams does a fantastic job isn't she nominated could be nominated for a Grammy or something she should she 100% should because it's like the way she reads it sounds very Brittany I don't know she does a great job she's an actress she's a great actress she's a phenomenal actress who knew Who knew? Well, I mean, a lot of people knew. A lot of people knew, but who really knew? knew? Not until this book. Uh, Can you give us a spoiler? Okay, this is what I just was listening to. What I was just listening to, I finally got into the conservatorship, right? Okay. I mean, but let's talk. I mean, the whole thing is unstable because the way that she was treated was Mm -hmm. insane. She was a child. They, She had to balance this act of, oh, I'm virginal, but I'm also everyone's fantasy but also i'm talented but i'm not talented like all of this right so the whole thing is unstable it's like this crazy rocking horse of emotions but then she gets the conservatorship her dad moves her bowl of receipts because she always kept all her receipts and would go through each week to find out tax deductions and things he Mm -hmm. moves it off the bar and he puts his stuff down and he says i call the shots i'm britney spears now it's kind of like he stole the line from that movie with Tom's Hanks, you know, 
where he goes, the ship gets taken over by pirates and they go, I'm the captain now. That's exactly it. Yes, he did. He probably, not even original. Now, let me ask a question. Was Jamie Adams mentioned in the book? Jamie Adams is not mentioned, which I was surprised because he did go, your husband did go to school with Britney Britney Spears. Mm -hmm. Now, yes, for those of you who are not family or close personal friends, so the five of our listeners who are not. Our family. (laughs) My family doesn't know this. Okay, well, here we go. Wreaths. My husband, Jamie Adams, went to high school with both the older brother. Brian. Brian and Britney Spears. He played basketball with Brian. Mm-hmm. And I have yearbooks with Jamie sidebar as Mr. Park Lane, where they went to school. He's Mr. Popular. Right. And there's Britney Spears in there. Like, I think she was most beautiful or, or something like that. So this is when she was seventh grade, sixth grade, along those times, because they lived in Louisiana mm-hmm. and where they went to school. Anyway, so, he, so yes, there. I am surprised that Jamie Adams in his high school days did not make that big of impression on Britney to yeah. be written about in this book. Well, she does talk about like the, the boys from her brother's grade. And so I was <gasps> waiting for a mention of Jamie Adams, but she doesn't call any of them by name. She does say when she was in Las Vegas in one of her lowest points, one of her brother's friends saw her and was like, how are you doing? And she was like, no one asked me that. I was like the first time someone had asked me that in a really long time. Was and that, I was like, Jamie, is that Adams? Jamie Adams? Is that Jamie Adams that I didn't know that he went to Vegas and saw Britney Spears? Now, we did go to Vegas and we did see Britney Spears, but this was 10 years ago. Oh, so during the conservatorship, probably. Yes. This was not when she had her Vegas residency. Mm-hmm. 100% during the oh, conservatorship. Wait. wait, what year was it? This was 20, before improv. So like. 2011 2010 mm. something like that yeah yeah after the conservatorship conservatorship started in 2008 oh yes i thought you meant after in the sense oh, of no, no, like no. after it ended no, no, no yes no. it was yeah. during yes the conservatorship Oof. was was initiated i was just waiting for a jamie reference i didn't get one yet but i've made some assumptions i've been like oh yeah he probably went over to their house and was one of the cool kids watching the game oh 100 yeah, yeah i yeah. mean a thousand he was mr park lane mr park lane i mean so he had to have been there yeah this inspired me both of my facts are early 2000s inspired because that was such a crazy time wild so are you ready for your first early 2000s fact look this is my this is my sweet spot you know Mm -hmm. my coming of age if you will so yes let's see how this trigger me triggers me all right well it's hard to imagine the devil wears prada without anne hathaway transforming before our eyes into a fashion loving journalist and the character andy but hathaway was not the first choice she was actually the ninth choice rachel mcadams turned down the role and other stars like juliette lewis and claire danes had auditioned for the part as well so i have a lot of things to unpack about this one good for anne First, you know, stick it. I'm sure she wasn't the ninth person to audition. I'm sure like she was in the auditioning pool and they offered it and she got it. Mm -hmm. And also, though, that kind of hurts a little bit to be the ninth. Well, when you hear it right after it's done, you're like, oh, it's the ninth. But she did a great job in that movie. Loved the movie. Seen it several times. But I tell you this. I read the book during my first job. I worked in advertising 
And that book got me through some very hard times. Really? Yes. Yes. Because it's so uh, poignant when you're in a young woman starting out your career. Mm -hmm. And it's about a young woman starting out her career with a very manipulative, demanding boss. Constantly being felt felt made to feel stupid. Yes. Or silly. Or you don't know what you're talking Mm -hmm. about. As a lot of, you know, organizations can do. Yeah. Did you like the book better than the movie or the movie better than the book? I read the book first. So I I like them both equally for different reasons. I love The Devil Wears Prada. I like watching it. It's visually nice. Yes. Yes. Of all the fashion and clothes and stuff. I feel like the fashion holds up too, even though it's 20 years old. Gosh, Maggie. I mean, not quite 20 years, not quite, not quite 20 Mm. years, but you know, that kind of leads me to my reaction question for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Anne Hathaway was perfect as the frazzled intern from Miranda Presley back in the day. If you had to intern for Vogue, how do you think you would fare? Oh my gosh. Horrible. No one would want me in there with my sneakers. You know, it, well, it depends. Let's let's backtrack it. Um, am I interning now in 2023 or am I interning then in 2005? How does it change for you? I, I think it changes because the perception of women in the workplace and I, fashion a little bit has changed, become more inclusive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for me, I am more like, this is me. So I'm not going to change for you. And I have boundaries. Like, I like the word no. Yeah. Yeah. So Sarah in 2005 or 2006 interning would have been a disaster. Disaster internally, probably phenomenal on the execution part. But you would have been been running yourself absolutely ragged, trying to please everyone, also wearing heels, also... Staying up late trying to learn everything possible. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Now it would have been like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, it's just a magazine. We're not like, you know. So this issue comes out a couple weeks late. <laughs> Chill out. It's a magazine. No one buys these anymore. Just what publish do we it as for? a blog. Come on. Come on. Everyone's seen this fashion what about you would you would you be successful I never would have been successful in that environment. <laughs> never and I'm like a high achieving person but I also like don't like to be told what to do and so I would have just been like I'm sorry are you trying to make me feel stupid for something that I have absolutely no context for uh, goodbye Sarah and Maggie are besties but how well do they really know each other they'll find out in this rapid fire game of this or that This game of this or that, I'm going to put 20 seconds on the timer and we're going to go through as many as possible. And once we're done, I will tell you how many you got correct and how many you got incorrect. Mm-hmm. And I will then decide which one you get to argue your side. Are you ready to play? I am ready to play. And the timer goes now. Cold coffee or hot coffee? Hot coffee. Chewing gum or gum drops? Chewing gum. Polar bear or polar plunge? Polar bear. Count down or count up? Count down. Holly or jolly? Holly. White with black stripes or black with white stripes? White with black stripes. 
All right. And we're going to stop it because I didn't set a timer. I set a stopwatch. <laughs> How many seconds did it, it take was, me? It was 26 seconds. Oh, good. But really, it's probably closer to 21 because of the starting and the stopping. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to quickly look over this one, two, three. You got three wrong out of one, hmm. two, three, four, five, six, half. You hmm. 50% incorrect or 50% correct. I'm, uh, yeah, I am feeling pretty confident about my ability to argue whatever I said, though. Okay, so let me. I'm going to do this one and i'm going to tell you why so the question was cold coffee Mm -hmm. or hot coffee yeah and you said hot coffee i did Mm -hmm. and the correct answer is neither trick question oh because i don't drink coffee right right so i would like you to defend yes that okay so obviously coffee is not for everyone right and that's a personal choice much like Nipple milk is not for everyone either. Okay. But if you are going to hold a cup of coffee, let's say you're not even going to drink it, Mm -hmm. having a hot mug of coffee is much more comforting than a cold glass of coffee, right? So think about you're like sitting there, it's the morning, you're getting ready, you're holding a cup of coffee, you're really warming up for the day. Also, hot coffee can become cold coffee. So if you are going to drink coffee, Hot coffee can be either one. You just let it sit. You just do other things. You put ice in it. It's cold coffee. So I think that, but cold coffee cannot become hot coffee. You can't make cold coffee hot coffee. So that's that's kind of my my thought there. Okay, so I am going to leave your thought alone. I'm not going to try and answer follow-up questions because this is your choice to defend it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I get it. I understand the perspective of holding something hot and yeah. warm comforting. in your hand in the morning. It's very comforting. Mm-hmm. It's very like when you watch House Hunters, it's the mm-hmm. first thing people say. We can drink coffee absolutely, on this patio. Absolutely. Every, the metaphorical patio, coffee. Yes. To drink hot coffee. Mm-hmm. Wow. We can read the newspaper and drink coffee. So, you know what? I'm going to... I'm going to agree with you, Maggie. I'm yeah. going to let you have that one. What were the other two? Uh, so you did um, gumdrops or chewing gum. You picked chewing gum. I did. Yeah. Polar bear or polar plunge. You picked polar bear. Yeah, I could I, take it. Plunge is the right one. Oh, no. Yeah. And count down or count up. That was correct. We both said count down. Yeah. Holly or jolly. I said jolly instead of holly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then white with black stripes is the same one I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents almost named me Holly. Holly wreath. It would have been a pun. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that certainly was something. Sarah, are you ready for a fact? I am. New Kids on the Block, In Sync, Menudo, One Direction, K-pop. Every generation needs a boy band to rally behind, but one group of well-groomed young men reigns supreme. Backstreet Boys went on to become the best-selling boy band in history with over 100 million records sold. Well, they got to be good at something. You know, they're not my boy band of choice. 
I was I was in sync, girl. <gasps> Me 100%. too. Forget ninety eight degrees. No one wants a backstreet back. All right, I want in sync. Bye bye bye. You know. Yes. That was my that was my lane. No strings attached. Oh my gosh! And then you had the love affair. It was just in Justin Timberlake. Then now with new information, it's like ooh. You know, Justin yeah, hindsight is twenty twenty. But I was always more of a Lance Bascal. <laughs> <laughs> that says a lot. I've never been a Backstreet Boy fan. Me either. I don't know what it was either because I guess were they, I, I think they felt more polished than NSYNC. NSYNC felt more cheesy. I don't know. Something about what's it. A, what's a Backstreet Back, what is one of their names? I don't even know. AJ? Nick, yeah, I don't know who Nick that is. Nick Carter? Oh, oh, yeah, Nick Carter. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I know Nick Carter post Backstreet because he went through a lot of Aaron Carter his younger Aaron brother Aaron Carter rest in peace yeah oh mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah kind of a tragic end to tragic tragic well you know nothing's more tragic than a fun reaction question Sarah <laughs> are you ready to react yeah let's do it Backstreet Boys were and are the most successful boy band please even though they are not your band of choice Sing mm-hmm. your favorite Backstreet Boys song. I only know one top of mind, and that's Backstreet's back. All right. Down, down, out, down, out. Oh, my God, we're back again. Brother, sisters, everybody saying. That's it. I wish that we had a camera on because what you're doing with your body and hands is incredible. You look like a tiny crab. <laughs> A tiny crab <laughs> scattering across the sand, but you're singing. <laughs> I, I don't even see myself because I put my notes over us. So yeah. just, I am not judging my actions. I am just having them go. That was the way to do it because that was incredible. Uh, if they have a reunion, <laughs> I hope they hire you as a backup dancer. <laughs> That's it for this episode. Wasn't that fun? Now it's time for you to subscribe and follow. And share this episode with a friend. Maybe even your bestie. Find us everywhere online at Unstable Topics. And for more antics, visit us at The Monthly Junk. Bye. Bye. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 